You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and this week we're featuring some artists, music and new music, some who are Irish-based and some who are Canadian-based, but bringing wonderful Irish music to us. And Etna Dunbar has just uh, issued her third CD, and it's called Songs for Ireland. And uh, we've been playing some tracks from that in the new releases uh, folder for the last uh, number of weeks and until the end of the month, which goes out between three and four every day. So if you want to catch that, tune in then. Etna is um, living in Canada, uh, came here many years ago, and we're going to find out all the details. And on this CD, she's with Stefan uh, Hannigan and Saskia Tompkins. Etna, thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Good morning, Austin. It's great to be chatting with you on this cold, wet day here in Brockville. It's very much like an Irish day. <laughs> very much like an Irish day. Uh, CD number three. Um, yes. So the previous one, is you had uh, Moroa Auron, and that was an Irish CD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you had Nusi Auron Asquelga, and then also in the Irish language. So you've had two CDs yes. in the Irish language. Yes. Whereas yes. with this one, you're going to... Uh, what are probably songs that a lot of people would be very familiar with. Exactly. They're the songs that I've been singing for our five grandchildren, Maya and Benjamin and Kira and Maggie and Miles. So I decided I would, for them, um, put together the songs I've been singing for them. And I was delighted to work with Stefan Hannigan and his wife Saskia Tompkins. And, you know, they're, they have backed up the songs with instrumental music and Stefan produced the CD and did the photographs and everything. So we had a great experience putting it together. We started last October and we finally got it out and going in, in March. A little of your own background, Ethna. Uh, you grew up in the Midlands. And I grew up in Athlone, County yeah. Westmeath. Yeah, I went to school in St. Peter's and then I went to University College Galway where I met my husband Tony, who's from Limerick. And... Um, Tony came to Canada first, and I came a couple of years later, and here we are. Thought and we'd come for a while. And when was that? When was that? <laughs> that was in 1970, 1975. Right, right. Yeah. So, Edna, where did you develop your love of the Irish language? Well, my mother was very. In, my mother was a teacher in the in Clumbonny School in um, Athlone, in the in the country school, and she had a great love of Irish language, and she sent us to the Gaelic for three months. We were eleven. It was a Gaelic scheme at the time, uh, a, 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 yeah, a scheme to send children for three months to a family, and I, you know, where you were totally immersed in it. And I went to Cherney Lettermore, and Connemara, and I with the McCormack family, and um, I learned to become sort of fairly fluent in Irish in those three months. And of course, a Gaelin scheme is the word I'm thinking of. Gaelin, right. yeah. Of course, when you go for three months, it's a little bit more than, as I did, go for two weeks because over exactly. a three-month yeah. period, you totally get immersed in what yeah. is a lifestyle and a culture. Exactly, and you're going to school with the kids from the, from, you know, from the house that you're staying in. So they, there were only four of us who were sort of bare lorry, if you like, in the school at the time, and we didn't connect with each other. We were too young. Right. We were, right. Yeah. And, of yeah. course, if everything around you was in Irish, um, it would have stood out if you kind of isolated in many ways. Yes, yeah. And I joined the choir there. We didn't have singing in my school in Clumbani, so I thought it was amazing, you know, to be seen. 
and we'd sing, in, uh, you know, they, I was singing in the church choir with them, and I just loved that. I always loved to sing in the Irish language from that time. So then, when you came over here in 1975, uh, you got into the business of living, as I often call it, when you had to get on with things. Exactly. Uh, that often yeah. interferes with the uh, what you might have brought with you from yeah. a cultural and a music perspective, because you're so busy is it re-establishing yourself, making a living, rearing children and all the things, the, mon- the mundanity of life. Well, that's true, and just fitting in and not sticking out like a sore thumb, I suppose, and, yeah, trying to adjust to things like um, hockey, you know, hockey and um, the different things, like, um, like I mean, Halloween was different and Valentine's was different and Christmas was different, and just learning to fit in, yeah, was, was huge. You know, all the things that we didn't have, the gymnastics, the ballet, um, and the uh, the girl, the brownies, and the boys, girl guides and all that, trying to sort of fit in with what the children were doing here. So I would say for 20 years we kind of forgot about our Irish culture in many ways, other than inside in the home, you know, where we would have Irish music. And, but, um, and yes, I'm very aware that at this time there is a very strong Irish cultural core in and around where you are? Yes, because the children used to say, Mum, why can't we be in the, uh, the Brothel Multicultural Festival? And I said, you know, why isn't Ireland in there? So we made some inquiries there and they said, yeah, you can be in, in it if you form a society. So about 22 years ago, I just sat around the kitchen table with a few local Irish people and said, let's form a society. And from there, we got encouragement and support from you know, the Kingston, Harpeth Tara, and from Ottawa called us in Ottawa that it was okay to be Irish and be playing Irish music and singing and dancing and so I started the dancing with my teenage daughters and it is still it's still going to this day with you know qualified teachers and we started you know through the our group in Kingston um, and the Connell has passed away now God rest her soul and um, Harold Kenny gave us the encouragement to start running Kayleys and they came with music for us and since then it's grown and now we have the Brockville Irish Cultural Society, we have musicians, we brought in concerts, we brought in workshops and we realise people love the Irish music and find it very um, energetic and inspiring and full of joy mm. and they, they locally they enjoy our music. So that's great. So then the spark that moved you towards your first CD... I would say it was the Irish language group because I didn't even realise that you know that I, I I could sing, but they they said yeah you're a good singer, so um, they said you know a CD would be good that it's very good for learning the language, so I recorded the first CD Marawa Hour on my favourite songs, I there we didn't I didn't have any accompaniment on that one or anything just sang the songs, and then when I met uh, Stefan Hannigan and he liked that CD and his dad in Ireland likes the CD. He said, why don't we do another one and we do musical accompaniment? So I was absolutely honoured that, you know, they would want to do a CD with me. So we did the second one, Canusuk Auron Asquega, and that's a lovely CD. And um, again, the proceeds from that we, I gave to the Gaeltacht Project, the project for the promotion of the Irish language in Ontario. And then we said we'd do one in English together. But I threw in a couple of songs that I had in the first CD because I knew that the musical accompaniment for Mayilla Mar and their Aaron in Yosin Kehi would be very nice. 
So those two are not on the second CD, but they're on the first CD. Right. <coughs> but so we revisited those with musical accompaniment. And going back to the first CD, I see like there's tracks like Bodgy and Isla Me and uh, yeah. um, Eamon and Nick. So these mm. were, as you said, the songs that we would have grown up with at school. Yeah, yeah. But they're beautiful airs. And it's nice to bring them over here because people wouldn't have heard them here. And people use them as well very much. I hear people tell me, you know, when they're learning the language, they use the songs. Right, right. So then you mentioned... And I've had people even tell me... Go on. Yeah, yeah, go, go on. ahead. No, you, you were saying people mentioned to you? I was saying I've met people who, who, will pl- who don't know a word of Irish language but find them very comforting, just the errors. And a one woman said to me, I put my own words to it. They have meaning for me in that way. So that was lovely to hear that as well. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So then, Edna, the um, language, it's also, uh, you mentioned that because there's such an interest and such a uh, n- number of people showing interest in the language, that mm-hmm. this has been both instrumental in helping them learn to speak the language, learn the words, but mm-hmm. you also then have donated the proceeds from the two CDs to assist in that project. Well, it's in the second CD, yeah, yeah. yeah. And from the first CD, I suppose, as well, of course. Yeah, that, that helps the project as well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but this one, I just threw it out there. And it's mostly for my grandkids, five, we have five grandkids, and I need another 295 just in case there was an interest in it. So this CD is selling for $20, and um, if anybody was interested in purchasing it, they would just have to send me an email with their address and with $20, and I would mail it to them. And my email is ethna, E-I-T-H-N-E, at myhighspeed.ca. And uh, you also have a Facebook page. I do. Um, I'm, my Facebook page is um, Ethna's Irish Album. And uh, I see Stefan also has a, a website out there. And I'm sure he, he has a link over to you on it. And that is www.stefan.com. Is Stefan's. So since the launch of this one, Ethna, you've been kept busy. Uh, yes, we we had a launch at Richard's Coffee House in Brockville. Richard's Coffee House is a, was built in 1816, and they welcome us very much with our Irish music. And so um, Stefan and Saskia came in December, and we had a launch there. And um, you know we're hoping to maybe do another launch, maybe in Ottawa or in Kingston. We'd love to do that. If you'd like us to come, find a location for us in Ottawa, we would certainly come and play the songs and the music for you. We'd love that. Right, right. Um, you mentioned by forming the Irish Society or an Irish Society in Brockville, how many members would you have, or how much, uh, how far afield are the Irish? community in and around that area because when we go to larger areas of population like Ottawa, Toronto, Kingston, Montreal, Quebec City, uh, it's very easy in in a city environment to find others that have similar background but in what are smaller communities it must be a lot harder. It is indeed. We have about 50 paid up members and the membership is only $5 a year but we send the newsletter out to about 200 people because people who, you know, we, we say are interested in what we're doing but with email. It doesn't cost anything anymore to send the email, the newsletters to more people. So the newsletter goes out to about 200 people. And, um, you know, at our Cayley for St. Patrick's Day, we had 75 people at the Cayley Beautiful House. Brilliant. 
and people are turning up to the club. We have um, sessions, traditional Irish music, songs and, and instruments at Richard's Coffee House on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4 and um, lots of people turn up for that. For St. Patrick's Day, we had a full house there in the coffee house. And you mentioned um, that you host some concerts, but I also, if I yeah. recall, you, you, did you do something around Bloomsday uh, some time past and there have been uh, some other... Uh, That's there was, true. There was drama yeah. also. Um, yeah, yeah. my husband Tony has been organising Bloomsday and recently we've been doing it at, at our library and, you know, we're finding to bring our music out into into the community is really important as opposed to having it inside in our homes. The library has been most welcoming, getting the um, wine license and everything for the for the, the wine. And, you know, we, we do the Gorgonzola sandwiches and I can't recall the name of the wine for Bloomsday, of course. But anyway, um, yeah, we've been, Tony has been organizing Bloomsday, I think, for the last 10 years. Brilliant. And people Brilliant. dress up and we do recitations and music from... Um, uh, James Joyce, Ulysses. Right. So, yeah. Edna, thanks a million for taking the time. The CD is called Songs for Ireland, and we're chatting with Edna Dunbar. And again, if you want to get your hands on the CD, you can go to her Facebook page, and that's Edna's Irish Album. In addition to, uh, you can send her an email, and again, tell us the email there, Edna. Edna, E-I-T-H-N-E, at myhighspeed.ca. And likewise, if you want to get on the mailing list for the newsletter, I would think it's the same email. Send Etna an email and she could put you on that mailing list for exactly. what's happening down in Brockville. And exactly. if you were yeah. to tell us which track you'd like us to play off the CD as we finish up, what should we play? Oh, I think uh, I'd like to play the Irish one, number seven, my Yelimar. Okay. Etna Dunbar, thanks a million. Thank you, Austin. Bye-bye now.